Coming up next on Contemplate. We got things to do. The time is short. Do you not see what's happening in the world? It's time. It's time. And if you want to see the Holy Spirit work in power, you want to see healings, you want to see signs and wonders, you want to see real life in Christ, do your part that he's calling you to do. This is going to be a powerful lesson today as Pastor David teaches us important truth about faith and our part in the church. Please get out your Bible as we dive into today's episode, recorded live at Acts Church. Here's Pastor David. God didn't make a mistake with you. He doesn't make mistakes. He made you the way you are on purpose. If you ever get into a position where you're saying, I feel really bad about myself or what I have to offer or how I look or how I smell, I have that sometimes, um, or whatever, what these things are, let me just tell you, God did not make a mistake with you. You are perfectly everything that he wants you to be, or at least you can become that as you follow him. But there's absolutely nothing about who you are who you truly are, the essence of who you are, we'll learn about what that means as we go through Scripture that you should feel bad about. And we need you. I need you. You need each other. That's part of why you come to the church. It's not just to get something. It's what you're giving, okay? It's what you're giving. I'm not saying there's never a reason to miss church. I'm not saying that, okay? Don't don't send me an email. I'm saying there aren't too many reasons to miss church, okay? Okay? There aren't too many reasons. I'm not trying to guilt trip you. Unless that would work, in which case I'm trying to guilt trip you. Okay? Um, you know, whatever works, right? I'm not. I'm really not. Here's what I'm telling you. God's called you to this. I'm simply the messenger. We've been going through Acts. You've seen the clear pattern. Those who are followers of Christ are absolutely and totally committed to him and to being together with the church. That's the pattern. It's prescriptive, just so you know, okay? So I'm not going to harp on that. We'll move forward, okay? All right. Um, Also, one last little piece on it. When you come to church, come on time. Come on time. Now you're, oh, why has it got to be whatever? What is this, school? Yes, first of all. That's what we're doing right now. You not notice? But in any case, you come on time because those who are wanting to know who Christ is, those who are smelling that aroma and being drawn to it, and they come into church, they actually usually come on time. And when they sit down, they see all these other people who are the followers of Christ showing up 20 minutes late. They go, it must not be that big of a deal. People dragging in here 20 minutes late. Like it was an afterthought to come. And I'm not trying to, again, make you feel guilty. I'm just the messenger. When people come, if you're here and excited to be here, when they get here, they're much more likely to think there's some reason to be here. Also, worship is an important part of what we do. Okay? Corporate worship. That's not worshiping corporations. That's worshiping together. Corporate worship. Corporate worship is something that's been going on since the very beginning. We come together as a body to have togetherness and worshiping God together. That's what we do. It's an important part of the Christian walk. It's an important part of what we do, and you're important to it. Your voice, no matter how bad it is, is an important part of worship, and I love to hear it. I love it when somebody can't sing well, but they'll sing it out because God didn't make a mistake with you, okay? He wants to hear it. You're his child. 
And I want to hear it. I'm your brother. I want to hear it. I want you to come. I want you to sing. I want us to pray. I want us to be together. I want us to want to be together. You're not going to like everybody. Probably a lot of you don't like me. It's okay. It's not okay, really. Okay? I'm really nice. But we, we don't, you're not always going to think that everybody's the greatest person or that meshes with you the best. I don't care. You're a family. God's called you to be together. Part of it is learning how to love one another. You don't like everybody in your family either, right? You don't get along with everybody. Learn to. Learn to love one another. There's all this stuff in the Bible about forbearing with one another, not thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to, carrying your own burden, right? We're, we're supposed to learn how to love one another. That's part of what being in the church is. So get over it. We're going we're gonna to get to know each other. We're going to be here. We're going to worship corporately together. We're going to show up on time. All right, here's the other one, okay? I need you. I need you. I'm not saying I want you. I'm saying I need you to offer to volunteer your time for the ministries of your church, okay? I need you to do that. While I'm talking about this, grab one of those connection cards that's sitting somewhere near you and think very seriously about checking one of the boxes on there that talks about volunteering, okay? There's a lot of churches, there are a lot of churches where very few people do most of the work. We're not gonna be that church. We're not gonna be that church. That is not the church, okay? That's not the life of Christ. I cannot operate if only part of the body is working. If only part of the body is working, we're going to be sick. We're not going to see the power of the Holy Spirit because we're barely moving along because those who God's called to be here and is gifted and given talents aren't using them for his kingdom. And I want ultimately to see each one of you to find exactly the, the ministry that, that you're going to love the most that you are made for. And I want to see you in that ministry. I really do. But sometimes there are ministries that we just need people to help with because we need them to help and because there's a need in that ministry. <clears throat> Axe kids. Okay? So, <laughs> seriously though, we need people in Axe kids. You may not like it. You may I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't like to do that. We need you to, okay? You don't be scared of teaching. They give you everything up front. You just look at it and you go in there. They're kids. They're not going to know that you don't know anything. You're good. <laughs> Fake it. I do it every week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, we need you there. We need you in that ministry. We need people to work the media. I need people to work the cameras, which is another ministry that brings people from outside the church into the church. There's people from all over the world that watch these sermons. There's people all over the world who watch them. We have the opportunity for very little cost to have an effect on bringing truth to people all over the place. We've had people come to church because they just happen to catch some of the videos online and they come here and we get to minister to them. It's a big thing. I need people to help with that. We're called to do it. We need people to get serious about giving their time. Now I know, I know you're too busy. I know. We are very busy, very, very busy in this, in this life. It's very difficult. We're, we are asking, we as Acts Church, as your brothers and sisters, are asking that you consider your priorities and ask yourself this. Based on the example of the early church in Acts, where should service, volunteer service, fall in your list of priorities? I want you to ask yourself that. I want you to think about that. I want you to pray about that. Where, if you look at your priorities, what's first, what's second, where should it be? This may be tough, but I actually, today, 
One time only, I may have found you some time, okay? Who's got an iPhone? Anybody have an iPhone? If you have an iPhone, pull it out. This is going to be fun, I promise. Pull your iPhone out. Pull it out. All right. Open your iPhone up and go to settings, okay? Settings, this is a little thing right here. You push that. Settings, you'll see something like that come up, okay? Give me the next one. Go down to where it says battery. You see the little green thing that says battery? And push that. And give us our next one there. All right, there we go. Now, you see that thing right down there? It'll show up in a second. It says battery percentage, and it says last 24 hours and last seven days, and then there's a little clock. Show me the next one. Push the little clock and last seven days. Everybody do that. The little clock and last seven days. Underneath each thing, it says how much time you have spent in that app in the last seven days. Okay? Don't cry. Look at your Facebook app. Look at it. Face it. Android people right now are like, woo! I'm glad we don't have this on our phone. Hey, they probably would say the same thing, okay? You have time. You have time. I don't know whose phone that is. I don't know where they got that. <clears throat> um, that's my phone. That's, there you go. Confession time. I'm human. 3.7 hours on Safari, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so anyway, I just found you some time. Cut those numbers down, and you might have some time to do some other things, okay? And I understand some of you legitimately are in a position where your time is so full that you literally cannot, cannot volunteer at the church. Here's the deal for you. You should be coming to us, to your life group, to those of us in leadership, and saying, I'm underwater. My life is so busy, can someone help? Because if you're so busy that you have no time, everything on your app says zero. You've never looked at your phone. Don't, you don't even have Netflix, right? You're just so busy. There are people in that situation, okay? But that's rare. If it's true, if you come talk to me, I want to help by having one of you help. Um, no, I want to help. I want to help. The church wants to help you. We want to encourage you. But here's the deal. And I, I'm just going to be blunt with you, okay? You have time to do what you want to do. You have time to do what you want to do. You've caught a fish or shot a deer or gone shopping or got your nails done or whatever when you've wanted to. The reason you're not in church every week or the reason you're not volunteering, listen, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but the reason you're not doing it is because you don't want to. You want to do something else more. That's it. You want to do something else more. Why? Because the church, the church, has really let people down by lowering the bar and telling you that you don't have to do anything to be part of the church. This act shows us what the church is supposed to look like. Absolutely committed to, absolutely sold out to the church. That's where your time, this is the primary place. This is the primary place for your life. I know, it sounds crazy. The church is weird and all that stuff. This is the, but this is the primary place. I'm not saying you need to be here more often than anywhere else. I'm saying this is where you plug into Christ. This is where your family plugs in. This is where we grow together, learn together. You need to be very serious about it. Okay, I know, uh, you know I'm making everybody feel, I'm making everybody feel guilty. We'll move on to something easier. Let's talk about tithing. <clears throat> getting deep in here today, huh? Here's the deal. We're called to give 
of our first fruits to the Lord. Biblically, that's 10%. First, the first 10% of your increase goes to God. If you have a problem with that, you struggle with that, or if you struggle with whether that's scripturally true and you want to come have a scriptural conversation with me or one of the other elders, I love it. Bring it, baby. Bring it. $200 an hour. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's only $100. Uh, no, it, it's free. Come and talk to me. We'll talk about it. I think what you'll find, those of you who have scriptural issues, well, it's not really 10%. I think what you find is it's not scripture that you're tripping over. It's not scripture that you're tripping over. It's what you want to do with your money. If God has called you to do it, and some of you are saying, I can't. I could not possibly pay the bills and do it. If God guides, God provides. If he's told you to do something, do it. Do it. I'm not going to say anything more about it. This is what God's called you to do. I'm just the messenger. I'm just telling you the truth. You can choose to do what you want to do with it. You can choose to think that I don't know what I'm talking about. But it's something I've had to think about a lot too. I don't like giving my money away any more than you do. But you know what? I do like giving my money to the Lord. There's, as a matter of fact, of all the stupid things that I waste money on, at least that's one thing that I can say, it went somewhere where I know it went to something good. be honest with you. Sometimes my wife and I are like, man, I'm just glad that we gave that money because you wasted the rest of the money on those sweet new shoes. You guys like those? They're nice. <laughs> Come on, you were looking at them. Nordstrom sale, baby. Come on. All right, all right. Let's move on. Okay. We want people to be drawn to a church that's totally committed to Christ. To be drawn to it. Not repelled by a hypocritical church that doesn't care, that shows up when we feel like it, that doesn't really volunteer. Look, you're not convincing anybody that a life in Christ is a great, a great life if you aren't even involved in it. You're not. No one is convinced. Why don't any of my friends come to the Lord? Because you make it look like it sucks. Sorry. You don't, you don't want to be involved. Why would they want to be involved? Well, so, so why aren't you doing whatever? Well, I've got the kids, and we've got this, and we've got that. They're like, yeah, so i got those things too, so I don't need to go either. These people in our passage wouldn't dare to join the church because they knew what it would cost them. And those that did were willing to pay that price. Let me just tell you something, okay? We honor God with our time and our talent and our treasure, our money, our abilities, our skills, our time. He will do awesome and amazing things. I promise you, he's already doing it. I've already seen the Lord at work. I've been here like eight months, and I've seen a church that was that had been just just crushed in some ways the pressure had been so high so there were people just so hurt it was like they were shell shocked there was PTSD literally spiritual PTSD going around people were were just jacked and i've seen people grow and blossom and become so much in Christ because they're committed and the people around them are committed to Christ Listen, he's already doing great and amazing things. And I have no interest in being in a church. Look, I can go practice law, okay? I can go cheat widows and orphans for a living. I don't need this. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry, I was thinking. Listen, I don't need this any more than you need this if it's going to be just some club and just some joke. I can go find friends just like you can go find friends. 
Okay? This is Christ's church. We're called to something. And we will not accomplish it if we're going to be sick. And we're sick if only a certain percentage of the body is working. And the rest of it is lagging behind. If this one leg doesn't want to work, i got to drag it around like that. I don't want you to be that leg that I'm dragging around. I want you to be walking. I want to be running. I want to be the body in unison, rushing together, rushing forward. we got things to do. The time is short. Do you not see what's happening? In the world, it's time. It's time. And if you want to see the Holy Spirit work in power, you want to see healings, you want to see signs and wonders, you want to see real life in Christ, do your part that he's calling you to do. Okay? I know that some of you are going to be offended by this. And I, don't, and I have no interest in offending you. But Scripture told me that that's what it says. I'm telling you that's what Scripture says. You do what you want with it. At the end of the day, every one of you will stand before him. You'll have to answer. Okay? This is real. Following Christ is not a once every seven weeks deal. Following Christ is a total and complete surrender and commitment to him. Now, you've got to ask yourself, are we going to be together rushing forward in unison? Or are you going to be dragging us from behind? Are you going to be the one who's coming forth and saying, hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make time to do it. I'll reprioritize. I'll do what I need to do to push forward the kingdom of God. Trust me when it's over. I promise you this. When you are sitting on that porch swing, when you're very, very old, teeth are out and you're, you know, the whole thing, right? You're dying. Kids won't come. You're complaining all the time. You eat dinner at like three o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I'm talking about, right? When that happens and you're sitting there, you will not regret one moment you spent. You will not regret one moment that you spent serving the Lord. You might regret a lot of other moments. You will not regret one cent that you gave to the work of the gospel. You might regret a lot of other cents that you spent. This is real. God is real. Christianity is real. Sometimes we've got to wake up to that. We did not come in here today to sing a few songs and feel happy. This is real. I was dead, and I'm alive. I was blind, and now I see. Those aren't just words. You've got to know what God did to my heart and what I know he can do to so many hearts. People are dying spiritually dying. They're desperate for truth. Culture's not going to give it to them. You can see that. And if you try to say it, culture will try to beat you down. Somebody's got to stand for those people. And the only person strong enough to stand is Christ. And we are his body. You're called to commit to him. You're going to do it. Powerful lesson, wasn't it? So what are you going to do? Important stuff to think about. And if you need a church home, a family of faith to plug into, come see us here at Axe Church in Vancouver, Washington. We have a great family of folks who love Jesus and each other, and you already know the teaching is great, so come check it out. Get directions and all the info you need at axechurchnw.org. Or give us a call at 360-885-9000. Well, that wraps up our time for today. Hope to see you this Sunday and that you'll check out our next episode for more with Pastor David Robinson here on Contemplate. Contemplate.